and welcome to episode two of the Video Chat Podcast. My name is Lauren and I'm joined here with my friend Una. Hi. And this is a podcast where we review, reminisce about and reconnect with some of our favourite music videos from days gone by. In this episode, what music video are you going to be talking us through, Una? I will be talking us through Christina Millian's Dip It Low. Fantastic. Just thinking that's to Christina videos in a row very different I know I did I did I did absolutely um realize this in the middle of my homework and thought oh someone's obsessed with Christina Um, or that name and this week I'm going to be talking about No Scrubs by TLC so yeah I think I'll just get stuck in then to my my video yeah obviously if you're not familiar with either of these songs you know, I would wonder how old you are for starters. Um, all ages welcome at all times, of course. Obviously. But if you're not sure, go and watch the videos before or after, whichever um, would suit you best, just so you have a notion about what's going on here. Absolutely. We always encourage you to have a have a look and, and know what we're talking about. Um, Get although you, anyone who watched uh, the call last week is probably cursing me for having to sit through that absolute <laughs> disaster of graphic design. So, No Scrubs by TLC was released on the 2nd of February 1999. I honestly didn't think it was quite as long ago as that, but there you yeah, are, late 90s. Surprised at how, how late that is. Um, it's from TLC's third album, Fan Mail, and it was also their third number one. So, the single reached number one in several countries, including Australia, New Zealand, USA, Canada. UK R&B chart and in Ireland as well. So there was actually, I didn't realise there was two versions of the song released. So one version featuring the singing only and then a second version that contained the rap by Lisa Lefe Lopez. So they removed the rap apparently from from one version of the song to make it more, I suppose, just um, R&B and take that rap out of it. Who knows why? But there we go. Are you able to access both versions anywhere online? I didn't even. Well, no, I was listening to it earlier on Spotify, um, but it, it was the version with the rap in it. Yeah. And I didn't see, I didn't, you know, notice the second version available. So hmm. I don't know if maybe they've just condensed it down to the one now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have to say, lack of research there on, on that from me. Um, the song, I thought this was interesting. So the song was written by Candy Burgess. Burgess. <gasps> yes. And, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. So she, back in the day, had her own sort of hit with Don't Think I'm Not. Or was it mm-hmm. hit? I don't know. I certainly remember it anyway. I certainly recall. And then she went on to start in the Real Housewives of Atlanta. But, mm-hmm. um, she, I love her on that. She's really good. So apparently she wrote No Scrubs on the back of an envelope sitting in her car. And Just then freestyled it. Some people are. Yeah, yeah. and then freestyled it as, as she drove down the, the highway or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Candy mm-hmm. also wrote Bells, Bells, Bells for Destiny's Child. So I think there's like a definite like style I can see that she has the on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just taking those shit and you may pay for yourself. Exactly. Sorry. But uh, I saw, just thought that was an interesting fact. There you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like that. The video for No Scrubs, it, it's very classic like late 90s, early 2000s music video look, mm-hmm. um, you know, of like basically the arts dancing in like a tunnel or a cylinder, you know. Or um, cheese grater. Or cheese grater, yep. 
could be that just superimposed in the background. We actually get like an opening credits nearly to the video of the group name plus the song title coming up to the screen and then cuts into the video itself. It sort of shows like flashes of the various silhouettes of the members and a few of the different backdrops used throughout the video. Now, according to Wikipedia, the video takes place in a space station. Now, I see, I mean, I see zero semblance of a space station in this. It's certainly very futuristic and silver and, mm-hmm. you know, shiny, but and mm-hmm. to suggest it's a space station, I don't know. Where I would have thought that, like, NASA would have prioritised making sure that your midriff was out, you know, yeah. as a part of the costumes. Well, they're not costumes, they're very serious pieces of equipment, I would say. <laughs> um but I don't know, I, I prefer the space station to any others. Well, that's true. Um, and apparently the look of this video has been compared to the video for Scream by Michael and Janet oh, Jackson. Yes. Like there's a re- there is a real similarity there. There definitely is. And, but they were, all... they were on a spit. Those two were on a on friggin' rocket to the moon, those two. <laughs> so, um, and there, space I think the, ja- the Jacksons one was all in black and white. Was that right? Mm-hmm. This yes. One um, it's very much a black and white sort of theme throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, so video basically opens the song, Chili is standing on a huge white swing, mm-hmm. as you do. She's in an all-white outfit at this stage, and it is so, like, that 90s look. Um, big, huge, baggy, like, what do you call them, cargo trousers or, like, combat yes. trousers. You definitely had a pair of those, Lauren. Not in white, but I definitely had a <laughs> pair of, yeah, like, the camo ones. Back in yeah, the day. I did. I had the ones that had strings hanging off for no yeah. inexplicable reason. It was that very, you know, All Saints as well were popular mm-hmm, at the time, that mm-hmm. that look. Um, but hers were white and she also got like a fringed white crop top on, of course, mm-hmm. it has to be on display. Yeah. So uh, the exception, I suppose, is that she's wearing massive black boots that are peeking out underneath the, the trousers, which are, those boots are very something I would have wore back in, in my jeans <laughs> as well, I have to say. Um. Now, Chili's hair and makeup, I think, are, are very natural throughout the majority of this video, um, mm. apart from the fact that her lipstick is kind of like a purpley shade. But mm-hmm. uh, the fact that hers is so like toned down and natural is, is a real contrast to the makeup worn by, by T-Boz and Lisa throughout mm. this video, which is really dramatic in comparison. I, I had heard on another podcast um, that was focused very much on Left Eye, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, mm-hmm. that obviously they're called TLC, so T-Boz, Left Eye and Chili. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the, their album, what was it, Crazy Sexy Cool, I think yeah. the three of them were to embody like each of those. So mm-hmm. Crazy was Lisa, Sexy was Chili, mm-hmm. and Cool was T-Boz or whatever. So like, I think they were encouraged to kind of play up to those mm-hmm. descriptions of sense. themselves. So, I mean, she's chilly like is obviously this seems like the softest of the three it's really softly spoken mm-hmm. and everything and you know I don't know like if those boots are also her saying like don't, don't walk all over me because I've got my big boots on <laughs> yeah well, I think yeah all of them are, are definitely portraying that message um in this video um yeah. and then like the first outfit when we see T-Boz her outfit's very futuristic you know black shiny like PVC leather very reminiscent of the movie The Fifth Element as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got the bright red hair, which is like a bob with the two big strands coming down mm-hmm. at the front. Extreme. So, so 90s with their strands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has like the dramatic red makeup look and black lipstick. So mm-hmm. I feel that maybe at the time that makeup would have 
been considered like a bit out there, like a bit mad and, you know, in theme with the futuristic video style. Mm-hmm. But I think it still looks great today. Like we are now in the time of like YouTube makeup tutorials and mm. everyone's taking like makeup inspiration from drag queens. And I don't mean yeah. that in a bad way because it's, it's all fantastic. But um, yeah. I think now this makeup look has really stood the test of time as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's really transcended the last 22 years and remains yeah. looking, looking really good for this video. Well, like drag queens are no longer like, I suppose, you know, we could call Mimic Farage a drag queen, let's just yeah, be honest, well, you know, that, and like the likes of even like Lily Savage, you know, obviously she's like a comedy queen more than anything, mm-hmm. um, but it's like makeup in itself is such an art, you know, like mm-hmm. I think for years you just thought it was a case of just slapping it on, you know, and there's mm-hmm. so much more, I mean, there's, there's definitely certain things you see and you're like, that's definitely not necessary or, you know, there's, I would watch sometimes videos of makeup artists kind of uh, debunking Debunking? Debunking? Did I just make that sound like a (laughs) (laughs) Get her debunked. Um, And uh, uh, they, like, debunk these certain, like, makeup hacks or things Mm -hmm. that are, like, the dumb thing now and and stuff. I still don't have a clue, like, uh, do not have a clue. And, you know, it's mad, you think, like, some of the, there's a poster up, you know, whenever you're driving around, and there's, it's a poster of a 14-year-old girl, but she looks about, it says her age, it says her age is 14, mm-hmm. um, and it's like, she looks easily 22, I was like, she does not look 14 yeah. whatsoever, I mean, part of me is jealous, because God, if you'd seen me at 14, oh, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 even, do you know what I mean, I was definitely not looking <laughs> so good, I know. but okay. anyway, girls these days are lucky that they seem to skip that entire like tragic phase that we all had to go through at the time but what are their memories where you look like absolute crap but (laughs) um so this i this makeup is just it's really good it's got like it's it's very intricate with like little dots and all on Mm -hmm. it is the kind of thing you might see on drag race you know Mm. this weekend but uh back then it was probably a bit more out there i think next then is all three members dancing at the first chorus and they're all wearing their black futuristic PVC outfits and the big like platform boots. Um, a lot of midriff on show, as was the custom at the time. That makes mm-hmm. me sound like Gabe Simpson, but you know, <laughs> it really Back was. In my day. <laughs> it was the custom at the time. <laughs> um, all the right people on the TV had their had their midriffs out. It was just any the fault, wonder, like, you know, hers growing up with these, you know, body image issues. <laughs> Everyone was like fit as a fiddle. Well, <laughs> there's plenty of people, you know, that would like. I know people who doesn't matter what size they are, like they. Mm. It's like I like the look of that, and I'll wear that, and I'm I'm not under any illusions that I'm mm. not a size eight or a ten. Like, but I'll wear that because I'm I'm very envious of those people. Oh, me too. Like, I'm talking about you know young people that I know that are like mm. you know just confidence and up the yin yang. You know, <laughs> oh, up the yin yang, out the yin yang. So. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm very, I would be very jealous of that, you know, but I have the opposite where it's like, I think I'm smaller and then I see pictures and I'm like, holy God, (laughs) someone needs to go on an exclusion diet. I buy stuff. Exclude all the food. I order stuff online and then it turns up and I'm like, was I in a black bag when I ordered this? Like, who did I think I was? Picking this outfit. (laughs) Yeah, I thought (laughs) purchases are just by a pure boredom. You're just like... 
I'll just say that I'll send it back if it looks shit. And like nine times out of ten, like there's just a heap of bags to go back to ASOS hanging by the door. Oh, story of my life. So, um, so yeah, they're dancing around in their their PVC outfits with the bellies out, and the the outfits also have like reflective oval patches on them, which light up later on in the video Mm -hmm. when they're they're dancing about in like dark lighting. And then they also seem to have silver similar versions of these outfits that's very much just you know black outfits white outfits and a silver one as well mm-hmm. about the video and t boss seems to do most of the dancing in this video um i'm not sure if that's like always the case throughout their performances but she's definitely doing the most here like there are scenes of them dancing together uh but the dancing there's quite like toned down you know it's pretty simple and then throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the video t boss is definitely doing the most dancing and uh, sort of like robotic stilted dance moves, I suppose, mm-hmm. that, that futuristic theme. There are parts as well, I noticed, that are a bit like disorienting. So one member will be in the foreground and then in the background and others away climbing up the walls or upside down as well. So it gives like a real distorted view. Zero and I suppose, gravity. Yeah, adds to that in space, zero gravity notion. Mm-hmm. Then we also have T-Boz dancing in like a white cage with a, a feathered white crop top and a mini skirt and thigh high boots and also like the armbands which are very of the time as well um real 90s look going on there um you know i could only wish that i could pull that look off to be fair i bet um, you tried though probably back in in the day at a point then lisa also has a silver outfit still with the baggy trousers and like a structured shoulder piece that's basically like something a, a quarterback on an american football team where oh, yeah. it's really like the big shoulder pads mm-hmm. um, she also has in like a bright blue eyeshadow on for most of the video and her hair is the most like distinguishable it's got like the they're like pigtails but there's at least three of them going on on mm-hmm. her head you know um, real again modern sort of take on, on the hair there and then we reach the bridge of the song and T-Boz is dancing in like a white top yeah, and trouser is it that bit there yeah um, so that part could be it's just before leading into like the rap you know oh, okay um so she's got like a white top and trouser combo and then she has the orange rubber suspenders over it and i mean mm-hmm. that has to be inspired by Lilu from the fifth element like there's just no doubt in that i know i know the character i've never seen that yeah. film it would never be oh on my, my god radar as it's really film. good it is really good i watched oh, it again mm-hmm. in the last year or so and it is i love it but I, like it's got Bruce Willis, you know, and it is. I mean, that wouldn't be a plus well. for me, but. Oh, well. Bruce Willis back in the day is definitely a plus for me. <laughs> not um, in, well, I liked him in Sixth Sense, but not the way you maybe like him in the fifth element. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, but then upon, so I checked the, the release date for the fifth element, which was 1997, so two years okay. prior to this. And then I also noticed that the costume design for that movie was done by Jean-Paul Gaultier. So oh. I guess the costume influential music industry. The costume designers for this video were definitely inspired by a bit of Gautier. It doesn't mm-hmm. appear that he was actually involved from my research, but there you go. So right. we then get to Lisa Left Eye's rap part of the song, and she is in like a white feathered crop top, white trousers, even got like cuffs on, white hair accessories, and she starts off like kneeling down as if in prayer. And just looks really ethereal and angelic. Um, and the toned down makeup at this point and everything. So it kind of was actually a bit like heartbreaking to see that and, and know then that she passed away 
like three years oh, yeah. later. Just, you know, she's looking like real angelic and stuff. Yeah. Really sad. Um, and then else then cuts into her in a bright blue futuristic outfit, like a silver helmet and the blue makeup and lipstick. So she's, I suppose, the only one then that deviates from the, the black, white and silver theme because she gets her blue mm-hmm. outfit too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it's basically like repeat the scenes to fade, you know, the same mm-hmm. outfits over again as they continue to sing and dance mm-hmm. till the end of the song. Um, I suppose the song itself is, is obviously about how women aren't interested in like lazy deadbeat men who are all, all talking, no action. Um, there is like a bit of an anthem for women's standards, self-respect and self-sufficiency. So you can imagine how well that went down with the, the male population and the mm-hmm, music industry yeah. at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. For 1999, like they were well ahead of their time there. Um, and I also had the thought like this, the story in this song could have lent itself to a more storyline type of video, like the call, you know, with yeah. a man in it and, and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't scream space station, does it? Yeah, it really doesn't. But mm. I think it's good that they didn't go down that route and have, and the video was probably all the better for it because it means there's no man in the video pulling the focus away from them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All the attention is on like three badass women of the group mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. message of the song is the focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe there is like some meaning or symbolism in the fact that there's no men featured in this version mm-hmm. of the future that TLC are yeah. playing. Uh, you know, a future where men are obsolete. Who knows? I well, the fact that they're in a, they're like in a space station, and I mean, obviously there are female astronauts. If we're going to go mm-hmm. down there, is that this is some sort of NASA affiliated <laughs> kind of facility they're in? Um, but you know, it seems I would think it's a very male-dominated um, career uh, yeah. or industry. Uh, so the three of them are just running riot. Absolutely, up there, up there in the cosmos. As they should. Why, you know, do what you want. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, there's not, I couldn't find anything specific enough about the video, like to back up that theory. I just thought it was kind of interesting that. Well, it's, it's just very um, memorable. I think it is a memorable oh, yeah. video. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's done, a, it served its purpose that way. Definitely. I mean, I think it definitely stood out and it was so popular at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that popularity is entirely based on the three of them and their mm-hmm. song and their looks, you know, in the video. So, all the better for it, I think. Yeah. Um, and then just a few facts to, to finish off. So do you remember that this song inspired answer back songs, including oh. no, no Pigeons by the Sporty Thieves? Do you remember that? Uh, no, I do not. Oh my God, I know. Right. No Pigeons? Was it, was it yeah. like actually like Pigeons at the park or is Pigeons like a derogatory term for a female that just wants yeah. a sponge off you? They, they turned Pigeons, yeah, into a derogatory thing about women. So uh, oh, I'll need to listen. To you that. have to the sporty thieves, no pigeons, and thieves. By the way, they sound like they're they're. I mean, they sound well known. It's spelled T H I E B Z, as you do. So uh, that's the, the no pigeons song actually reached number sixteen in the UK charts. I have no recollection of this. And it, any use, it uses the same instrumental from No Scrubs. Like how did? Oh my God, lost it. I, I couldn't find anything about Lost. I was like, surely they got to court for this, but I couldn't find yeah. anything about them getting sued. Or and TLC like were broke as well. Like they mm-hmm. were absolutely like they got rinsed again. Very Ricky Martin not reading the contract. <laughs> got rinsed, and they were what like, is with all these pop stars getting screwed over. I don't know. Um, 
So he got, or they, they got rinsed or whatever. And I think that they filed bankruptcy while their album was like number one. People were like, what the frig's going on? Uh, there, there was definitely something along those lines. But uh, there you go. The okay. song got ripped off by the Sporty Thieves and reached number 16. And it doesn't appear they got sued for it. But, and quite creepily, so Lisa Lopez died in a, a car crash in 2002. And the Sporty Thieves was three guys, you know, from New York, this trio. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them died as well in a car accident. He was hit by a car in 2001. Weird. Oh, God. I go. know that when uh, Lisa left, I, she died was in Honduras. Honduras. Yeah. She was down and there doing, like, real charm. She, yeah, work. but she, was, she got involved with some kind of, like, he wasn't a witch doctor, but he was some kind of, a, like, a homeopathy kind of based guy that seemed to, it was like one of those kind of celebrity like you know fads like crazes whatever where mm-hmm. you know he was people were like oh he's great I can't remember what his name was but she went down there to do whatever work and she had a very like ominous feeling mm-hmm. um and, and while she was she, there they hit uh she was in the car with her friend and they the car struck a, a child like a wee boy mm-hmm. Who had the mm-hmm. same surname? Just that's exactly yeah. She she thought that she was going. She thought she had a feeling she was going to die, Jesus. and then they she had this child with the same name and thought that this was fate. Fate had you know had killed mm-hmm. the wrong Lopez basically. Yeah. Um. So she like did everything she could to try to support his family. I think or mm-hmm. contribute like as much yeah. money as she could to pay for his funeral. Or I don't know if he died instantly or whatever. Then she she died in the car accident as well, wasn't it? Yep, it's two weeks later. That's yeah, uh-huh. like oh, very freaky. Mm-hmm. That is indeed. Yeah, oh, that's a bit of a, a somber. What a there, but, uh, what a way to end that segment. Well, I've got two points just lighting up there. Before, yes, please brighten up our before day. that. Um, also, the song then introduced the term "scrub" into the vernacular at the time, mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. was a cultural influence for mm-hmm. sure. And uh, the song won Best R&B Performance by a duo or group with vocal and Best R&B Song at the Grammys in 2000. So it did very well. A very Mm -hmm. fitting uh, result for that song there. Mm -hmm. That's all I've got for you this week. Brilliant. I enjoyed that. Um, It's it's nice to have an excuse to go and listen to some of these songs because, you know, if you know you have to go and talk about it, it's nice to reacquaint yourself. Yeah. So I'm going to um, be focusing my attention on Christina Millian's song, Dip It Low. Um, so uh, it's taken from Christina Millian's second album, It's About Time. That's the name of the album. Um, it was released three years after her first album. So I, I get why she she maybe went for that name. Yeah. Um, so the song was released uh, on the 7th of April, 2004. Four, so it's nearly 17 years old. I feel like it should be older. Um, I thought that. I'm surprised. Maybe it was 2004, actually. I thought it would have maybe been more like 2002. Yeah, no. So, I mean, we were 17 when this came out. Um, God, I didn't realise that. Yeah, I I felt like I was maybe younger, but no. Yeah. Creeping up there. So anyway, um, so the single was Christina Millian's most successful. um, Reached number five uh, in America. And it was in the top five in the UK, top 10 in Denmark, the Netherlands, 
New Zealand and Norway. So she did well for herself. And she also got nominated for a Grammy um, for the summer oh. 2005. Uh, didn't win it, sadly, for um, for Christina. But uh, yes, it's, it's really the only... I mean, obviously, we, we remember AM to PM as yeah. well. as one. Of, I think that was her debut single. Um, another one that came up whenever I was looking at this was, you know, that song, When You Look At Me? That was another oh, yes. song. Uh-huh. That, was, that was a good Love one. That. So those were from her first album, obviously. The song, actually, you were talking about how TLC didn't sue um, mm-hmm. the, the pigeon people, whoever they were. Young <laughs> <laughs> um, Sporty Thieves. The Sporty Thieves. <laughs> um, so two years after the song was released, um, she was sued. Um, and because she had basically, there was, she'd asked her producer, apparently, according to her, she'd asked him, are there any samples on this song? Which is a weird question to ask. And he was like, no, 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 definitely not. Um, but there was apparently, so they were sued by these people who wrote this song um, from 1983 called Las Serena. So it's obviously like Spanish. It's like mm-hmm. siren with an A at the end. So I've tried to find that song, what it could be. Everything I could find was just literally like some kind of techno siren inspired dance <laughs> music or some guy like again going back to my latin heritage my favorite my favorite genre of all time um you know playing some kind of latin music like some guy with a wee mariachi you know band behind him or whatever so anyway they were successful and they got their money they got they recovered over a million dollars um oh my god that's good for some people uh you can't find online Yep. And poor Christina had to spend about 300 grand defending her case. So that went down the swanee. Um, oh dear. So not so good for her. Um, so yeah, like I, I wish I'd, I'd seen that. I wish I'd got to hear that song, actually. Hmm. Um, so what else? Da, da, da. So in the actual video itself, Kim Kardashian makes cameo appearance. You're joking. Yeah, no, I watch the video enough times to see well it's it's like like and you'll miss it and bear in mind it's kim kardashian's old face so (laughs) go google that face first of all and then you know sit down and look for i've gone to the trouble of finding exactly where it is in the video so if you get to one minute 24 seconds you can see her in the background now she is not she's not looking and marveling at Christina, as I'd say. She was probably directed to do so. Um, she's busy flirting with some fella. It looks like she's like, well, like, <laughs> laughing with somebody while Christina's like giving it stacks to the camera, wearing very little. Um, so that's a fun wee fact about the music video itself. Um, so if we go on to the actual video, it opens with Christina and she's wearing like a silk turquoise dressing gown with this like gorgeous oriental blossom embellishment and um, it's very colourful. Her hair is a very like it's like a red hue and it's like damp and wavy mm-hmm. and then she's got her black bra and her pants and like some like red silk lace up stilettos or like these strappy shoes or whatever. So there's all these cutaways to like a flower blossoming. And I, I thought maybe is it a lotus or something? Um, and like all, all the symbolism around that. Like mm-hmm. in different cultures, I don't think it is a lotus, but I went and looked at a lotus and I'm going to just go with the lotus theory. Okay. Um, so different cultures of lotus mean like purity, which is definitely not like why she's put a lotus in this video for mm-hmm. sure. Because it's 
the least pure video you're going to find. Uh, so it can be enlightenment, self-regeneration and rebirth. So that kind of makes sense considering there was like a three-year hiatus from the first album to the last mm-hmm. album. Um, you know, the whole kind of aesthetic of her look previous, you know, in the way, like, tell me what you see when you look at me. Like, I watched that as well. I felt like she was like a wee black Britney. Um, mm-hmm. no, like, she is... She is. She identifies as Latino again. Cannot get away from the Latinos. Me. <laughs> um, so I think she's does like Afro Latino because I. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, just people find it hard to believe when I say I am Latino, but I am. So just believe me when I say that. Um, so yes, yeah, she was before very sweet, mischievous, very like bubblegum pop kind of with a bit of an R and B edge to it. Um, she obviously took inspiration from another Christina of that era Christina Aguilera because her album Stripped came out in 2002 and Mm -hmm. you know she again going from her first album to her second album like really dialed up the kind of sex appeal and suggestiveness and everything so Mm -hmm. she has taken inspiration from that I would say so it's kind of like she was saying you know I I can be sexy as well like look at me so Mm -hmm. Christina is seductively writhing around in the corner of this room and it is it's, it is a very sexy video um, but there's something about this opening scene that I feel she's very kind of overselling it a bit if if you can even do that you need to go and watch it mm-hmm. there's a bit where she has her foot placed like at a height like on like a like a ledge yeah. which is and it just looked so awkward and choreographed or something it's like yeah. it's like when you were younger and you would say I bet yeah I can put my foot on the mantelpiece you know it just felt a bit like you know she's like do you see what I'm doing mm-hmm. do you see where my foot is um and then there's also this bit where she like bites her finger um mm. but it's like this it's not like I don't know it's just I feel like she's more angry like you know you like get your fist back, if you're like really pissed off or something um but she's she's taken that finger biting as a sexual thing so I'm gonna let her have that she can work away um, so next she's on like a raised platform so she's moved away from the corner she's on this raised platform with two bagging dancers and she's wearing like a red dress um, that's just cl- clasped at the waist um, so she's effectively performing for the room with these two um, and obviously ourselves mm-hmm. like are we the fourth wall something like that I don't know so it's the majority of the people watching this performance are men there's a mm-hmm. handful of women I believe just to take the bad look off it um, just so it doesn't look like she's been hired to do like some kind of a strip. Um, she does what you like. Definitely kind of... is what it looks like, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do, do you know what it reminds me of as well? I've just stuck it all in there. Um, she like does like a death drop. Yes, no, that yes, yes, she does. There's people that comment on that a lot in the in the YouTube comments about how she like does a spin on her bum like Akasha from season one of Drag Race mm. when she fell on the runway and does a like, mm. styles it out with a spin. It's very that. Very inspirational. Um, <laughs> so she does this like we flasher move with the Mac, like, um, and reveals like this cut out halter neck triangle swimsuit bodysuit thing or something. It's probably something the average fourteen year old would go out in these days. <laughs> God knows, like I don't know what people wear anymore. Um, but the material has a real like bin liner look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very flammable, um, but it's obviously some sort of latex or something. I don't know. So the next thing you know, she's got hair up and there's like some shirtless man behind her, like derobing her for the masses yeah. to see. Now she looks like she's lapping it up, like, so, you know, more power to her. If she's having fun, that's okay. Like, as long as everyone's having fun, that's the most important mm-hmm. thing. 
Um, so she's basically trotting around like it's crafts. Like he's just like holding, <laughs> taking her around. Here she is, everyone. Um, so it's like crafts, or it's like she's about to be sacrificed. Is the vibe I'm getting, and um, I can I can buy that. Like the men being into it, but the women, I just don't really. They're not going to be like, could you imagine? Like how awkward that would be if you're there with like your boyfriend. Are we supposed to be like, yeah? Um, so there's. Then there's these cutaways between like the croft scene and like some actual like choreographed dance moves. And there's some guys um, that are roped into a bit of dancing with Christina and the other dancers. And, and they're wearing like pinstripe shirts and trilbies, which is very much a thing of the time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, people would have uh, enjoyed a trilby. They love, loved the trilby back then. Loved them. Loved them. Um, so meanwhile, back to Crofts, Christina has now been put into like a shallow bath. Um, of like oil or black paint and she's writhing around in it and at this point I'm like is this like her party trick or is she going to be like sending an invoice you know for her services rendered I don't know like it's (laughs) weird that she's been elected to do this so um, most of the fellas and I'd say most of the fellas at home watching like friggin' eyes are hanging out of their faces at this stage Um, and they're pouring it over and like getting like buckets of it and firing it on her and stuff and she's loving it still so as long as Christina's still comfortable with this mm-hmm. escalation I'm happy if she's happy mm-hmm. so next thing she's on the platform again um you know alone this time so the, the dancers have, have run off and they're like throwing her about like a rag doll and like she's basically like a flash speed mop at this stage and just <laughs> that they mess, are... <clears throat> mess is never getting cleared up the only word I could think of is Berlin like they are burning her around yeah. that because she would be like you could you could throw her quite a distance I'd uh, say but if you get a bit of lubrication around her bit of momentum, rough, you know. the momentum could be quite <laughs> they are like spinning her by the legs so at one stage she's being spun around like a lazy Susan that's what I thought it was very much reminiscent of. Like, Please. no, nothing lazy about it, to be honest with you. Like, I would <laughs> I would assume she'd be ready to chunder at any point. Um, I could also imagine them thinking this is really funny. And her being like, yeah. that, that's enough. And they're like, no, <laughs> yo, yo. Um, and probably that paint was probably a real bitch to get off her skin as mm. well. I would say it was stained for days. Um, if, um, if smartphones were a thing at this party, you know, everyone would be recording everyone, that. Everyone yeah. would be watching it. Everyone yeah. would have the phone out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there'd be end. all sorts of rumours. It wouldn't have been paint. It would have been dog shite or something. It would have been like, <laughs> roll around shite. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so like, that that's basically the, the video in essence like that's all that really happens like if you say it kind of fades out or whatever um so you can like argue for and against this video I think the way you can any video uh, you know where it's women kind of reclaiming their femininity their sexuality saying it's okay I'll decide like you know what I want to do and no one's gonna you know tell me any other way to look at it so it's kind of similar to way cardi b obviously cardi b like she has taken it above and beyond mm-hmm. uh, you know to really really bring that message home um you know but it's basically deciding for yourself how you're going to be portrayed even if others try to do it for you so um i don't know i mean i feel like christina was just trying to make a really strong point about it um i don't know if i if i buy into it as much as i do with the likes of a cardi b who's just been mm. unapologetically herself whereas maybe for christina millian 
she was like, I've been put in this box. Maybe it wasn't exactly the way I thought it would be, but you just want me to stay like a certain way and be innocent and mm-hmm. be an, a good influence on, you know, children and your kids and all that kind of stuff. And she didn't feel comfortable. So I don't know. I, I didn't, I couldn't find anything to really like on record from her about how she mm-hmm. felt about it. Um, there's big Asian influence in the song. Obviously, that sample mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a, a, a Latin sample, but it's, yeah, it's, it's. I would definitely say it's obviously more of an Asian persuasion. Uh, yeah. And the video as well, just some of the imagery. And there's also wee scenes with her, like she's wearing like this like, kind of sequence number, but you know, it's all these kind of like wee hand movements and, you know, mm-hmm. like exaggerated um, movements that you would maybe associate with like, yeah, like a Middle Eastern, yeah, you know, that kind of a vibe. So, even like the the blue, like it's nearly like a kimono mm-hmm. type of a, you know, so yeah. yeah, which I suppose like a, is she is sexualizing that as well. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, that's whatever. I no one bat would have bat an eyelid about any of that at the time, whereas yeah. now it will be like hashtag cultural appropriation, hashtag cancelled. Um, um, yeah, are are you of uh, you know, are you Asian? Do you have Asian ethnicity? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. if, if not, if not, you're know, getting hung highest Yeah, you're fetish. Fetish. What word am I trying to say? Fetishizing. Yeah, is that the word? That yes, 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 yeah, uh-huh. Asian culture. So I would argue that that aspect of the video probably hasn't aged well, maybe. Um, I hope they don't mm. cancel her for it, though, because, I mean, like, yeah. with so many of these things, it's, like, maybe just a sign of the times of, of you know, whatever you're living in. And mm. In terms of Christina Milley and just other wee bits of information, she was in a relationship with Nick Cannon. He went on to marry Mariah oh, yeah. Carey and have twins mm-hmm. with her. Um, so they were together for, like, a year, two and a half years back in 2003, um, so it would have been through this this time period mm. uh, and she ended the relationship because of his cheating and he he oh refused God. to stay faithful because their relationship was becoming too much like a quote Christian romance whatever the frig that means um, <laughs> but anyway I thought that was kind of weird um, yeah. and then other things just the lyrics like you know I don't know if they're so great like you know it says when he's a good boy I mean a really really good boy why not let him lay with you? I don't think that's a great message. No, you know, I think, not. you know, at the end of the day, you can, like whatever you, you put out there is for everyone to listen to. And I don't feel like people should be, you know, bound by like some kind of moral code that everything they, they do and say, you know, has to be suitable for everyone. But I don't know. I, I just thought that was a bit gross, that, you know, line or something. I thought, right, well, whenever you say, like you know a good boy what do you mean like could you be a bit more literal is that like washing the dishes or is that like I asked him for a glass of water and he got it for me immediately or he proposed to me or he hasn't told me to piss off all day like there's mm-hmm. so many you know there's a there's a what's the word it's very broad very broad um mm-hmm. sort of statement anyway um and then dip it low pick it up slow roll it all around poke it out let your back roll back roll well, yeah <laughs> So, so um, I was laughing at like poke it out. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Poke it out. It's just a bit weird. And then, you know, dip it low, pick it up slow. Well, yeah, that would suit most people because, you know, the way some of them are like up and down like a goddamn yo yo. It's like, yeah, how slow do you want? Because I'll need someone's assistance. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not too mad at that. Um, Is she but, yeah. talking about like dancing? Like, yeah, low, yeah, like, yeah. Dancing. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I yeah. mean, it, it's very it. suggestive as well and could, you know, obviously alludes to other 
other things. But. Oh, yes. Getting graphic. Yes, it could. <laughs> um, so then whenever I look at the comments on YouTube, um, you know, I was laughing, like somebody said, like as a, as a child, they used to sing pop, 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 that thing, you know? And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> Just the innocence. Yeah, totally. Not known. It reminds me of like, I remember being in the car um, and that song by Miss T, Horny, came on. And I was singing yeah. away and my mum was like, no, 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 that's not the word. And I was like, what is it? And she was like, it's honey. Honey. So I was like, all right, oh, bless honey, her. honey, 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 honey. So, um, honor, I, I thought that was good because I was like, all right. I mean, that because so gullible, as we know, I just was yeah. like, all right, sorry, God, I must get my hair and checked. Um, then people were saying, you she does a low key death drop, you know, so big kudos there from the drag world. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, people laughing at like you know the oil sequence scene like how mad that was like just you know just her wee face just getting flipping trailed <laughs> through it um I mean I few... really hope that that oil paint whatever it was but I really hope that was Christina's suggestion you know that that was her idea mm. put forth and it was not just some music producer or executive you know somewhere going here's what yeah. I think we should do with her yeah I wouldn't <laughs> you know? I wouldn't bet on it I would say she yeah she probably was like, okay, just all right. How much are you going to pay? Whatever it takes. Yeah, uh-huh. whatever it takes to be loved. Um, and then there was a few people actually in the comments, women, who said, I came out as a teen whenever I saw this video. It's like I realised, oh, wow. oh, I fancy her. I'm gay. There you go. So, um, and then people... I mean, she is, she is, she is yeah, beautiful. She is gorgeous. Video. She Absolutely. is. Um, people having to keep the volume down in the room so their parents wouldn't hear them dipping it low. Um, <laughs> someone confessed to cracking their mum's marble table doing the death drop when they were 10. Oh <laughs> that must have hurt. Um, oh my God. And then um, the marble like, some guy was like, oh my God, this is the song that was playing in the club the night that I met my wife. Like that's what was playing <laughs> in the background when I saw her. And if that song wasn't their first dance, then I just don't know, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, oh dear. why would you throw away an opportunity like that? Um, oh, so that was, that was really it from, from Christina. Um, that was good. We... I can't believe still that that wasn't earlier than 2004. Oh, no. That's shocking to me. I really thought I would have been about like 14 or something when that came out, not 17. But do you remember how like songs used to be released and then they'd be on the radio, but then you couldn't buy them for like maybe a month yeah. later? So yeah, they like... kind of really, really hyped it up, like got everyone into it and then you could go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally different um, beast now is the, the music world of streaming and everything. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. access everything immediately. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was a simpler time. I like to think that we might like it might go back round again, where you know you go into places and like the convenience of the internet and everything is fantastic. But there's certain things, you know, like I don't know, it just makes it a bit more special. I remember Virgin Mega Stores and uh, mm-hmm. near the one in Belfast, right at yeah. the corner of where um, Castle Court was. I used to love going in mm-hmm. there. That was great. That was a big one across the road yes and there was like yeah. kind of like these stairs like up just above the entrance and they would take yeah. up multi-levels whenever um I remember whenever I worked in, in Belfast um and I was always there like really early in the morning so I would sometimes go over to the the Starbucks and 
Castle Court, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like looking out the front and you could see that that Virgin store. Yeah. And I would try to sit, sit at the window and have my coffee before work. And one day it was absolute madness out there. Mm-hmm. Queues and queues of birds. I was like, what is oh, going on over there today? Are we signing? It's Jedward. Oh my God. Jedward. Were you not thinking? <laughs> I draw on the ground. You were like, and I mean, didn't get the mail. Why should be in the queue? What time would this have been from like from at least quarter to eight in the morning or something? Yeah. Really, really, really early. They would have been so growing. nice as well. I think they would have been like I'm sure. Just so grateful. And still like Absolutely. I'd say they'd be very grateful. Um I quite like it. I quite often see their stuff on like popping up on Twitter and stuff and uh, I like them. I like I what they're about, you know. I don't I don't have Twitter. Um I just because I would know I wouldn't know how to work it. Um, which is sad. Well, I, I, like, I'm just getting my head around Instagram, to be honest with you. Like, I just in the last, uh, you know, the occurrences of the last year, uh, we don't like to mention it by name. Although, actually, uh, has also been a thing on Twitter. Um, is calling it by various different names. So rather than saying pandemic, people are calling it panoramic and mm-hmm, all this mm-hmm. kind of thing. I like my favorite, day, like that. Like, day. My favourite so far is the, the Ponder Replay. So the global Ponder Replay <laughs> that we've like been that. in for the last year. The Ponder uh, Jedward, Jedward throughout have been very like vocal about wear your mask, keep your distance, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, but in a funny way, you know, and yeah. also they were very much, you know, Black Lives Matter and went to mm-hmm, protests mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, good on Jedward, you know, thrown into a fine, Bit of social fine pair of young fellas. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved their song I did for Eurovision. I did download it, like paid for it on iTunes. And it's, it's still it a It's called Lipstick. She's got I a lipstick. I can't even remember it. Down here, come da, da, da. Oh no, I do remember that song. Loved it. Terrible. That's a terrible song of the Eurovision. Well, no, I thought it was good. I think they did quite well actually for Ireland that year because they do have like a wee fan base in Europe. So they would have um, yeah, done well enough, I would say. Just I suppose, like, um, before we sign off as well, like, um, did you watch, you watched the Framing Britney Spears did, um, yes. documentary? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I mean, she's a big, a big figure in the whole um, context of, like, what we're doing um, mm-hmm. with this wee podcast. Um, and she will have her day. Absolutely. And I hope she'll have her day in court as well. Yes. And she gets her... She gets what she she gets what she deserves. That sounds really ominous, but you know what I mean. Like something in a nice well, way. What's the latest um, stuff? And JT, he will be he will be someone. Well, Yesterday, her dad has he yes, dad failed to basically take full yeah. control of her. So state. is it like fifty fifty um, now? Basically, with her finances and stuff, there's like a is it Bessemer? Yeah. Is that the name of the, they, the like the yeah. bank that she? They're like has? a financial yeah. group, you know, that he mm-hmm, wants mm-hmm. to have the the control and not yeah. The, but then I read today um, that Kevin Federline's family um, attorney has said that her finances apparently were shocking before this conservatorship was put right. in place, which, yeah, because she was really unwell mm. before this happened. But, you know, if you can be a person like Kanye West and run for president mm. and be quite, like, frank in the fact that you'll say, look, I don't take my medication, which is fine, you know, I'm not suggesting that he's wrong to do that either, you know, like, I mean, obviously, if if anybody has something, you know, which needs medication in the first place, it's likely there to help mm-hmm. you. Um, if he doesn't want to do that, that's fine, up to him. But 
he can do that and make comments about, you know, very, very personal comments about his family, run for president. His wife can put out statements about, you know, how difficult it is to manage and everything. And he can do that and, and have no consequences. People do make fun of Kanye West, but he's also like still highly respected mm-hmm. and you no know, people love his no music and all the rest of it. Against as well. No, he's, he's not. And, but Britney Spears has been, you know, worked mm-hmm. like a goddamn like yeah. horse in the field to, you know, try to like make as much money. And watching that documentary, I was like really stunned that one of the um, conservators, ironically with the surname Wallet, was he like one of the sisters who like, basically made an application to the court that he wanted to have a raise Mm -hmm. like whatever he was whatever salary he was getting for all his troubles with this he wanted more money because he sees the the working with her as like a hybrid business model because she is such a cash cow and I thought how exploitative is that like I mean it's kind of the nerve to be so like you know blunt about your intention just shocking like and depressing because Mm -hmm. I've seen somewhere uh, about Kanye, you know, and all his various issues that have came to light in the last few years, mm-hmm. and like him responding to someone to say, you know, he's an adult, he's a grown man. What, what can I do? Well, no one cared yeah. that Brittany was an adult and a grown woman. You know, she yeah. was the one sectioned yeah. against her. Well, you know, part mm-hmm. off in an ambulance, and no one's done that to Kanye. And you know, what, what's yeah. the obvious difference here? He's a man in the music industry. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I mean, and even Kevin Federline. Hmm, it's not about rich, like stuff coming from his side about the state of things, you know, whenever before, you know, all this happened because was he, I just get the impression that he was like a terrible influence on things when he, you know, hit the I same. think, well, um, he, obviously Brittany can obviously love who she wants. You, and you would question Laura, who she wants, but your question is, uh, is motives yeah. because he was, um, like he was the back and dancer, you know, and she like, so, like, it'd be very easy, I think, to get starry-eyed about somebody whenever they are adored by so many, you know, and you could very easily fall into a false sense of, like, maybe love or infatuation because of that, like, be comfort. And she obviously liked that he was a wee bit edgier mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but I feel like his, to be fair to him, I don't agree with what he, with the comment he made, and I, I don't know what the hell was going on with her, obviously. So maybe he's like trying to say, look, it's not that bad mm. or, or what's going on. There were very good reasons. And maybe there were at one point um, a reason or two why there needed to be someone to make sure that like she was protected. Um, but it seemed to me like his focus was very much on the children, mm. which I, I won't argue yeah. with. I would say like, right, well, fair enough. You know, they were his children. And he stepped in and was like, and has said, you don't really hear much about yeah. him like he hasn't been selling her mm-hmm. you know story and all the rest so fair play to him in that regard Justin Timberlake um obviously came out with his statement this yeah. week where on the back of how badly portrayed he was and that he decided maybe I should say something now at the same time I'm like you know an apology is an apology what whenever it comes he could have just ignored mm-hmm. it or released or like you know a half-hearted statement or whatever um so you know, I don't want to be like, right, well, shove it up your arse, your apology, but also do yeah. shove it up your no, arse. So it's weird. It's very much Alexa play Too Little Too Late by Jojo, you know. Like, mm. he's been he's yeah. been rattling Britney's game around for the last 20 years. And he just, like, for the publicity mm. of it all, if he has a song coming up, or he doesn't even really do that anymore, he's, you know, an actor these days. So mm-hmm. if he needs the publicity, because he's got a, 
a movie role or whatever coming out, he will bandy around Britney's name again. Like he's done it relentlessly mm-hmm. for 20 years. And then I seen that mm-hmm. thing about the, the video played at him, the wedding, his wedding to Jessica Beale about the homeless people in LA. And I just thought, I oh never my saw God. that. I never saw that. I read it and thought, oh, I'll send you if you want. But Jesus, I mean, that was just like, if he find that actually amusing, like that's just sickening. Yeah. Really, really sickening. Yeah, I wonder what people thought when they were watching that, but then maybe they're all kind of similar sort of. Oh, that's it, yeah. Um, it really is, it really is about, you know, like, yes, obviously hard work plays a, plays a large part, but like there's some people, you know, are never going to, are going to have all the odds stacked against mm-hmm. them in terms of their life circumstances and what is going to be, what opportunities are going to be made available to them, what access they're going to have, you know, to anything that could give them, like a leg up um and then also we apologize to janet like i was reading like he she wouldn't even be invited to the yeah. grammys because of nipplegate yeah. no that is just mad and i mean this was a performance big cheesy grin holding his two trophies <laughs> the arsehole a performance that he was involved in and he ripped the thing off and all hell broke out because you know in the media because of this and he didn't step in mm-hmm, to say like mm-hmm. calm your jets yeah that's all he yeah. had to do was like try and like temper the media a bit with mm-hmm. a, a statement at the time where everyone didn't bother at all. <laughs> I feel really bad now for listening to his future sex love sounds album yesterday when I was driving. Oh, yeah, I, I had to, just his, head, his name was at my head and I was like, oh, I'll just put I this on. I had day and not, you know, should oh, I well, even be listening we're to We're just perpetuating anymore? the problem. <laughs> I know, I mean, I know. Uh, well, if they just didn't release such goddamn catchy songs, it's the same with Chris Brown. Yeah, it's oh, like, oh, oh I, I do make a, a real, atrocious. I do make a real point of trying not to listen to any of his shit. Um, and Michael Jackson, but you know, I just ignore that voice <laughs> in my head, Lauren. I just ignore it and just let the music play. But uh, wow. you know, I just thought, well, here, of course, he's going to come out with a wee statement now that the documentary's mm-hmm. shone a sort of unflattering light on him for sure. Yeah, and sure, did he not cheat on on his wife as well? Was he not? That was caught, recently. Well, yeah, in the last year. It so. was, yeah, it was like last year or two years ago. Holding he was like pissed on a balcony, mm-hmm. holding hands with his co-star. Yeah. Dirty, dirty dog. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he'll get he'll get his turn <laughs> as well. You will get your reward. What goes around comes around goes around. Yeah. <laughs> Another. Jo- yeah. Cause did I read something else just before we like make our way to the close of this um, this episode? Um, like in the video for that, like there's a lyric in it about like. Um, you know, your time is up, you got what you deserve. It's obviously about a girl mm-hmm. who's cheated on and he lets her die in a car crash. Like that is like the way the, the video goes. Scarlett Johansson. Oh my god, I'll have to rewatch like, that. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Like Harsh. Oh, how unbelievably, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mad. Um but yeah, so that's I just, I think we've we've covered all our bases there, Lauren, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, gonna be a bit of pop pop culture current affairs yes, at the end. But yeah, that's definitely been a huge thing this week. Everyone's talking about that mm-hmm. um, that documentary and much needed, I think. I was actually on Etsy trying to get a, a free biscuit. <laughs> free biscuits? <laughs> We're going to get one. We're selling any biscuits. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know Brian Badondi? Uh, 
from face jacker or phone jacker oh no boy you better biscuits no like everything starts with a b anyway um i wanted to get a free britney face mask you know oh, the yeah. ones they were all mm-hmm. wearing at the end they were like the tie-dye with like the free britney that was yeah. kind of like in the barbie um font i was like i want to i want to play my part in my small corner of the world free britney uh, not the ones wow. I want, so I don't want them anymore. I'm <laughs> joking. No, I'll um, I'll just I'll just keep yeah. searching. But I would like a nice face mask because I just have those horrible blue crap hospital oh. ones. Well, they're not crap because they're used for surgery, so yeah. I'd like to think that they're pretty durable. Um, but just like nice pretty ones. I just I have a few like I have a plain one, plain you know, like black one that you can wash on a mm-hmm. like one with like an Avengers pattern. But I think I'd like yeah. a few more yeah. to the collection, seeing as we won't be stopping using them anytime soon over here. But it looks good. No. no. Well, I I have a, I have a, a set of three black ones. They were the ones that came out way, way back at the start and they have like the wee rainbow on them mm-hmm. that says thank you. Yeah. So that was like the charity ones. And you can wash them. Now you can only wash them like I think three times and All then right. they're done. But I washed mine and like I don't like wearing it because like it's shrunk slightly mm-hmm. and I can't wear it without my mouth being open inside the actual <laughs> mask. So I laugh thinking about what people's faces <laughs> look like behind it. Like if I just if your mask was invisible right now, yeah. like what would your mouth and I would be like this. <laughs> like Droopy John, slack John. Yeah, just Walk like totally. Um, but yeah, so I'm uh, I'm all good for this week. Well, we haven't decided what we're going to do for the next one, Lauren. No, not yet. Um, I don't know if you have any suggestions. We'll maybe have a wee powwow about yeah. that and decide uh, what's what. Definitely. Um, I suppose we should mention the the old social medias again. Um, so we're on Instagram at video. Chat podcast we have a facebook page same name and uh, then it's just video chat podcast at gmail.com for suggestions or anything along those lines so we will uh, have a think then for the next episode and, and decide what we're going to be talking about then yes yes so. yeah i have nothing else really to contribute there so that was really good and thank you for listening whoever listened yes thank you very much thank you bit of a, bit of a journey of this episode we've been all around the block yep. and back yeah so thank you very much we sure have and we shall talk to you in the next one bye